0: Hi, I'm George Stalker, and this is LastWeek in.net for the week ending June 19th, 2021. Windows 10 support ends on October 14th, 2025. This is according to a Microsoft support document. Now, we are expecting Microsoft to unveil Windows 11 this week, but I gotta say, it's not gonna be hard to get me off Windows 10 if Windows 11 promises fewer ads and less synergy propose of nothing, I bet this article on how to disable OneDrive will be as useful to you as it was to me. Uno Platform, 3.8, new WinUI calendar, grid controls, 2x performance, and new Linux scenario and more is the tale of a headline that doesn't know what it wants to be when it grows up. Regardless, if you use Uno, a new version is out. Visual Studio teaches you how to use the updated C-sharp language features, and this is pretty neat to watch. I maintain, of course, that if the Egyptians had access to GIFs, they would have used them to communicate instead of emojis. New data access benchmarks, including .NET 5 and .NET Framework 4.8. This benchmark covers all the major ORMs and Microsoft's data access strategies like ADO.NET, and has been updated for .NET 5 and .NET Framework 4.8. Enjoy. Migration of Bing's workflow engine to .NET 5 by Ben Watson. Now, the only fault I have with this blog post is they never tell you what ZAP, that's spelled X-A-P, stands for. If you know, could you do me a solid and let me know, please? Richard Lander talks with folks from the .NET team about diagnostics in another Conversations series. The format is neat, even if the title is a little boring. Microsoft continues its tradition of parroting Mac by parroting Mac OS X for Windows 11. I'm not even mad. That does look better. They've put the start bar or the task bar in the middle now, looking like the Mac Dock. There's also another article on Windows 11's updated look, if you're into that sort of thing. Now, this one was so good, I will share it again. You wanted a .NET REPL, right? Well, now you've got one. Scott Hanselman takes you into what the new.NET .NET REPL looks like, and you get your own chance to try it. With thanks to Khalid Abu Akma, I've learned that Entity Framework Core Exceptions are pretty nice. They'll tell you the problem, and how to fix it. We're in 2021, folks, so this shouldn't be revolutionary, Uh, but it is. Microsoft had an outage last week related to its Ubuntu repositories because of disk space issues. Okay, first off, let me get this out of the way, hug ops to the team that had to deal with this outage. Second, Microsoft, you're the number two cloud provider in the world, you don't get to have disk space issues, especially when you've invaded my desktop with OneDrive. I don't make up the rules. Visual Studio 16.11 Preview 2 has been released, and this release includes lots of little fixes plus improvements for Git in Visual Studio. You can now try out Visual Studio 2022 Preview 1, now this is the 64-bit edition, for free. And on July 29th, you get to hear F-Sharp developers drone on about how much better F-Sharp is because it's .NET Conf Focus on F-Sharp Day. I can't wait. On July 21st, Microsoft wants its employees to learn more about racial justice and inequality. They've set aside the entire day for that. And finally, Juneteenth, which is June 19th, was passed into U.S. law as a national holiday last week. Now, if you read the Wikipedia article on this, you learn that not all of the Confederacy surrendered on April 9th, 1865 at Appomattox, and that some, like Texas, decided to keep on keeping on until Union soldiers arrived on their doorstep. Now, June 19th, 1865 is the day that Union soldiers arrived and told black slaves they were finally free. Now, the marking of this holiday is long overdue and a small step towards righting the wrongs of our history. And that's it for what happened last week in .NET. If you're pursuing microservices, uh, take my five-day course on it before making the move. You can take it at Move movetomicro.services. Thanks, and I will see you next week.